Welcome to the Weight Loss for Fertility podcast. When you're trying to get pregnant, whether naturally or with the help of a fertility doctor, weight loss can better your chances of success. I'm Dr. Stephanie Fine, and I help you do just that. Let's go. Hello, fabulous. I got a question on Instagram. And you can find me there at Stephanie Fine MD, F E I N M D. And go ahead and ask me anything you want there. And maybe we'll answer it on the podcast. I would love that. And the question was Can you lose weight while pregnant? I think that's a perfect thing to talk about here. So the short answer is yes, but there is a much longer answer, including who should and who shouldn't and exactly how. And that's what we're going to talk about. So, first, the who. There seems to be some increased risks for pregnancies in women whose BMI is over 30, and that's pre-pregnancy. So that's who could be a really good candidate for weight loss, both pre-pregnancy and also potentially during pregnancy. Check out episode one of this podcast, because that's where I talk about weight loss and fertility. And there's some data in there that might be really interesting for you. I would not necessarily recommend losing weight in pregnancy if your BMI is below 30 pre-pregnancy. It's not something that you have to do and for sure talk to your doctor. Okay. If there was a specific concern about gestational diabetes, we'll discuss that more in a little bit, but that could be a reason why if your BMI is below 30 that you may want to consider weight loss during pregnancy. And this actually seems like a good time to mention that you should always consult your own personal physician when deciding about weight loss. So that's true generally. But certainly when we're talking about trying to get pregnant or in pregnancy, okay, you absolutely need to have the input of your physician. It's super important. In general, just in life, when you're trying to lose weight, it's always a good idea to check in with your physician. But this is a particularly important piece, okay? So always your OB or your reproductive endocrinologist will know you and your unique medical history and be able to discuss the risk and benefits specific to you. And that's very important. So this is general information in the way I see it, but you absolutely need to consult your personal physician if you're thinking about changing your weight when you're pregnant. Again, episode one talks about losing weight before getting pregnant. And of course, that's what I do. And that's what I teach and I think it's amazing. So that's a separate issue, but that we're talking about today while pregnant. And so talking to your physician is mandatory in my opinion. Okay. And the other thing to be clear, and I didn't say this before, but I'm going to say it now. When we're talking about losing weight in pregnancy, what we're really sort of talking about is not gaining or not gaining a lot. That actually is fat loss. That's weight loss. And remember, weight loss we don't really care about losing weight. We care about losing fat. Always, whenever we're losing weight, the thing we want to lose is fat, not water. Water doesn't matter. It's fat. And so that's what we're going to be talking about in terms of weight loss during pregnancy. Okay. The great news is a growing baby will always get what it needs first. So our body's designed to do that. The fetus and your brain, because without your brain getting what it needs, you wouldn't be alive. You can't, you can't do what you need to do. So the brain and the fetus are the first in line to get the nutrients. Okay. So your body will use its fat stores for energy as needed. And that's actually what fat is designed to do, right? Provide energy when needed. It stores energy. That is what fat is. 
And so using that energy can be good for your body. And remember, we're talking about people whose BMI is over 30. So we know there is extra stored fat. Okay. I'm going to go over the Institute of Medicine's recommendations for weight gain during pregnancy. And I got, I tapped into that from the ACOG website, which is the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists. And this actually is everywhere. It's very easy to find. So the recommendation for people whose BMI is 19 to 25, and that is, we're talking pre-pregnancy, then the recommendation is about 30 pounds total of weight gain for the whole pregnancy. Okay. If your BMI is between 25 and 30, then it's 20 pounds. And then if your BMI is over 30, it's 15 pounds total. Those are the weight targets they're talking about. Now, obviously these are targets. It's different for every single body, right? So, but this is just sort of giving you a general idea. Now for the over 25 BMI categories, they mentioned that they would not recommend gaining into the range. So if you're you know, gaining a little and you're, you haven't hit, if your BMI is over 30 and you didn't hit 15 pounds, they're not saying you have to gain 15 pounds. You don't have to. And they've looked at studies to show that it doesn't negatively impact the fetus if you're not gaining to that recommendation. So that's the good news. And remember, this is for the people whose BMI is over 25. So you don't have to gain that amount. This is just sort of the recommendation. Most of the weight is gained in the second and third trimesters. And not many people know this, I don't think. I don't think this was sort of common knowledge, but only about, if your BMI is over 30, only about one pound is recommended in the first trimester. So the first three months that you're pregnant, only one pound of weight gain. Part of that is because the embryo and it's tiny for the first, you know, three. So, I mean, there's no like weight of that. And the physiologic changes that are happening don't amount to very much weight. So in the second and third trimester, that's when you're gaining weight. If your BMI is under 25, the recommendation is one pound a week. Okay. And if your BMI is over 30, it's half a pound a week. And, you know, it's one of these things where... It, it doesn't necessarily come on like you, your body gains exactly one half pound every week. It could be, you know, two pounds one week, no pounds other week, you know, that sort of thing. So all of this is sort of with a grain of salt. This is sort of what we're looking to do. But when we're talking about starting BMI over 30, it doesn't even have to be that. So my point, whenever I'm talking about pregnancy and weight loss, which remember is really not gaining, um, is the big picture. And the big picture is that, of course, and we're going to get into the how, you're eating food. So you're not, you're not restricting. It's not regular diet. So your body's getting what it needs and it's going to do what it's going to do. And in fact, let's, let's sort of go over this. Just before delivery, I just always find this so interesting. Just before delivery, so you're, you're at your max weight in terms of pregnancy. Here is the breakdown of weight gain. So this is for, the 30 pounds that is recommended for people whose BM, who's starting BMI is between 19 and 25. So what the general they have here is eight pounds of baby, you know, baby can be six, between six and eight pounds or, you know, I mean, anyway, so there, this is just a, sort of a general idea. Eight pounds of baby, the placenta is two to three pounds, 
which is of course an organ that develops in your body. It's, it literally weighs two or three pounds. The amniotic fluid, the fluid around the baby is another two to three pounds. Your breast tissue you know, expands. And so that can be two to three pounds. Your blood supply increases because there's more places that the blood has to go. That is four pounds of water. And then stored fat for delivery and breastfeeding is five to nine pounds. Okay. And then they're saying the larger uterus itself, like the, the muscle mass of the uterus is an additional couple of pounds. So you can see that of all these things, baby, placenta, amniotic fluid, blood supply, most of it is water and other things that you're not going to lose. You know, you don't lose the weight of the amniotic fluid or of the placenta. So of the fat, it's five to nine pounds. Isn't that interesting? So when you give birth and lose the, you know, the baby's out now and the, the, so is the placenta and you no longer have the amniotic fluid, you still have the boobs, but the blood supply will uh, normalize. So you're left with a very little weight comparatively. And so that, all that equaled around 30 pounds. You can see if you gain, like you get on the scale and you've only gained 10, 15 pounds, you've lost fat because some of it was was this stuff. So if you give birth and everything normalizes and then you only had the the five to nine pounds, but you lost, I mean, because you gave birth 20 pounds, you can see how you can weigh less after birth than before. Again, this is for people whose BMI is over 30 when they start. And the whole time, the fetus is developing, you're, everything's going well. And that's because you're eating. <laughs> We're not not eating. It's tricky to talk about weight loss and pregnancy. Again, remember, weight loss and pregnancy is really not gaining. We're about to talk about the how. Okay? So when uh, you have this where you can potentially weigh a little less than when you started, it does have the potential because your BMI was over 30. You, it has the potential for better outcomes for baby and delivery and the mom too. Okay. So that's the who. Remember, the main thing about the who is a couple things. One, BMI over 30 when you're, when we're starting out and you're talking to your physician about this. But the how is the next part. And that's super important. And the mainstay of the how, of course, is safety. We're doing this safely. Now, the amazing and fabulous thing about the way I help people lose weight is that it is safe. Like there's nothing different about the way we lose weight before getting pregnant and the way that we can lose weight or remember that means not gain. It's the same. It's always safe. It's always in response to your body. It's learning new ways of thinking about food, not you know, wacky games you play with food. Okay. So that it's, that's just the number one. So it's not a diet. I'm putting air quotes around that. In the traditional sense, there's, there's no hunger that you have to, you know, uh, tolerate or like, you know, white knuckle it. There's no restricting. I would never recommend shakes only when you're only shakes. You certainly, a protein shake is not a problem if that's something you love, but I'm saying, there's no 
shake only diets or strict keto or anything straight, anything um, extreme. I would never recommend that. I don't think any physician would recommend that either. That is absolutely not what we're talking about. We are talking about a safe, normal food intake. <laughs> we're going to get a little more into that. But I would highly recommend in if you're thinking about that you want to um, have less fat during your pregnancy, that you partner up with someone. So getting guidance. Your doctor will have recommendations here. Okay. And the reason she will is that the doctors are always on the lookout for gestational diabetes. Okay. That uncontrolled gestational diabetes puts the baby and mom at increased risk for complications. Okay. And the risk of getting gestational diabetes increases with increasing BMI. So it's on everyone's mind. And the reason it's on everyone's mind is because when we treat gestational diabetes, the outcomes are much better, right? So it's something we have to catch. And so because of this, all pregnant women do get screened at some point in their pregnancy for gestational diabetes. We want to catch it. We want to do what we can to mitigate the complications that can come from uncontrolled gestational diabetes. And that's always a good thing. Now, it depends on your physician and your BMI when you're going to get tested for gestational diabetes. And obviously, whatever your doctor says is what you're going to do. The first line treatment for gestational diabetes is weight loss. And remember, what is that defined as in pregnancy? Not gaining or gaining a little. So that's the first line. The diet and movement are the first line treatments. Okay. And weight loss before pregnancy and during pregnancy can be seen as preventing gestational diabetes. I love looking at it that way because preventing a disease is always the best treatment, the best treatment that you never get it. Now, thankfully we have treatments, but it's so much better if we're preventing from getting it. And this is what I love. Like the treatment is the same thing as the preventing. So we might as well just start now, right? Start and get in the habit of eating really well and then not gaining a lot of weight. And you're preventing slash treating if you've got gestational diabetes. So that's what I love about this. Okay. So getting the help of your doctor and her recommendations is the first step. Often you'll get the advice of a nutritionist and they will be able to suggest foods to eat and that sort of thing. Depending on how your diet is, they will look and see what you're currently eating and, and what kinds of changes you may want to do. Often we're really motivated when we're pregnant to eat really healthy and we can use that as a impetus, as a motivator to get into really good habits with whole foods. Whole foods in general are amazing for you. When I say whole foods, what I mean by that is not processed foods. So any foods that come in a package have been processed in some way. And I don't mean like the vegetables in a wrapped up, you know, I'm talking about like snack foods or things that have multiple ingredients. Now, whenever I say this kind of thing, I, it's not mandatory that you only have whole foods, but moving towards whole foods is a great way of feeling satisfied, of getting the nutrients you need, and it will often lead to fat loss. So that's just a bit about in terms of what kinds of foods, but I want to share with you the general principle that has my clients losing weight and that is safe to use in pregnancy and in conjunction with any advice you get from a dietitian. 
Okay, so dietitians can have great information. That's amazing. But the way that I help my clients and, and can help people not gain as much in pregnancy is the hunger scale. So I did a whole episode, episode number two. You can listen to that one for the nitty gritty details. But the reason I love the hunger scale is that, first of all, it works. It totally, it works. It works at noticing where there's emotional eating. It works at stopping when your body has had enough. And then it helps identify and stop overeating. It works really well before pregnancy and then during. And it's totally safe because we're, li- we're listening to the body. So when you eat when you're hungry and you stop when you're satisfied, or another way to say that is you've had enough food, your body's had enough food, or you're no longer hungry, when you do that, you can end up not gaining a lot of fat during pregnancy and, of course, losing weight pre-pregnancy. If your body needs more fuel, it will ask for it by triggering your hunger. This is why it's safe to use. So this is what I use with my clients you know, pre-pregnancy in order to get pregnant, but it can be used forevermore because if your body needs more fuel in pregnancy, guess what? It'll be hungry. <laughs> so amazing. And when it is, you feed it. Beautiful. That's the way it's supposed to work. And that's the way it can work. And when we heed the hunger, then we feed it what it needs, hopefully with nutritious foods that feel really good in your body and that last you. And then you stop when you're satisfied. That, of course, is the key to the losing fat part, is stopping when we're satisfied. Because the body's like, yep, I got what I needed. Thank you very much. And that's a practice. You just It's practicing that. Okay? You can trust your body in this way, in pregnancy. Growing up in diet culture, as most of us did, it can be hard to trust our bodies because we were told about diets like, you should eat this or you can't eat that which was always a lie. You could always eat anything you wanted. It had more to do with overeating, emotional eating, and potentially how foods felt in your body. But someone else telling you what to do can never work long-term. External rules that don't align with how your body feels, how you feel, if it fits in your lifestyle, how you like to eat, it, it can't last because you don't agree with it. And if you do, it's for a very short amount of time. We need a long-term solution because food and eating is forever. So it sounds simple and it is simple. The easy part is the question, right? And anything, when we're trying anything new, it gets easier with practice. And so that's, that's what would happen here. Once you develop the skill and you practice it over and over, it's possible to lose weight or remember in pregnancy to not gain as much weight and it can feel easy. It doesn't feel like a diet because it's not. It's about choosing. It's about listening to your body. It's about a whole new way of thinking about your food. And I know sometimes this seems like completely out of reach if we're, if we're not used to thinking about our body being intelligent or being trustworthy. And growing up in the diet culture, there's no reason why you would think that your body is trustworthy. We're, we're actually taught that it isn't and that it needs these rules. It doesn't. And I can, I'm very confident telling you that because I've worked with hundreds of people on this, (laughs) hundreds and hundreds. So it can work and it can work for you. I I just had the idea that someone's saying, except, except me, 
No, it really works. It really, really does. So go listen to episode two. I'm always happy to talk to you about hunger scale and all this stuff. And you can contact me and we can talk about it on my website, stephaniefinemd.com. Let's just recap what we talked about today. So it's possible to lose weight while pregnant. For those whose BMI is over 30 to start with, in a way that's guided with the recommendations of your personal physician, and it can be safe if you eat when you're hungry and stop when you're satisfied. And I'll stick the whole food thing in there too, but that part isn't even necessary. Although if you end up working with a dietitian, it will, you know, that's, that's something they will point you to. And there's good reasons for you to consider it with your doctor, including lowering the risk of gestational diabetes. So this is the start of something you can be thinking of, but you're always going to go to your doctor when you're pregnant and talk to them about this. Losing weight before you're pregnant, amazing, lowers some risks, so fantastic. And doing it in a way that's easy and not restrictive and doesn't have deprivation and has you having a skill for the rest of your life, highly recommend. So there you have it. I love answering your questions. So find me on Instagram at Stephanie Fine MD and ask away. I may answer it right here on the Weight Loss for Fertility podcast. So I hope you're having a fabulous day. I'm sending you lots of love. Until next time. If you follow, share, rate and review this podcast, you'll be helping it reach others just like you and making their journey with weight loss and fertility just a bit easier. Lighten their load. Share in your groups and social media. Thank you, fabulous. Fabulous.